This is a special edition of Last Man's Opinion. I'm your host, Tommy McGrail. With me today is Dan Mara, Roland Barrielli, and Rich Cakel. We are throwing this extra podcast into our schedule because some big news happened, and we want to get the news to you, so let's get right to it. First things first, Bryce Harper is a Philadelphia Philly. <laughs> and, and... More importantly, we are finally available on Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure which one is more important or bigger deal, but I think it's the us being on iTunes. But let's get to the real sports and uh, the Bryce Harper talk. Guys, 13 years, 330 mil, Philadelphia Phillies. How are we feeling? Richie. I'm going to start with you since you're the Philadelphia fan. I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. We are contenders. <laughs> so you feel like NL East is your. I mean, it's not a guarantee. The Nats are our biggest competition. They still have a great team, even though they just lost Harper. So they're the favorite to win, I would say. But, uh, you know, in baseball, make the playoffs. It's a crapshoot. Anything can happen. Now, how do you feel about um, how do you feel about him missing? Uh, you know, the first what week of spring training? Any uh, problems with that? No, I don't care. Meaningless. Uh, what else are we looking at? Uh, no trade clause, right? And uh, and no opt out. Yeah. Uh, so he's there like, for 13 years. Yeah, sounds like he doesn't want to leave. Uh, he doesn't want to go through this process again, it seems like. Um, who wants to stay uh, in Philly, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, who wants to stay in Philly? And, uh, I mean, he's going to be uh, almost like a fossil by the time this uh, this contract is over. Does he have uh, any stipulation in there for, like, descendants to play in his place? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he has kids yet, but uh, he <laughs> might have to work that into his deal. Yeah, uh, I got to be honest, Rich. I think it's a terrible deal. Yeah, I was expecting you to shit all over it. <laughs> That's the type of person you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, 13 years, $330 million for uh, – you know, first of all, 13 years, like Roland said, 13 years in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty shitty city. And I, where have you been for 13 years? Have, have you guys, I know you guys have been, a, been at Certified for what, 13 years? Has it been that long? Uh, Just about. I, I, How's that been? Richie has been, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to be. I mean, I'm one year behind. Thirteen years them, yeah. is a long. <laughs> thirteen years is a long time. I've never been anywhere for thirteen years. He's supposed to stay in Philadelphia for thirteen years, no opt out, a no trade clause, and also, and also, what was the big? What? Why did this take so long? What was the big deal about this? You know, getting this done. I mean, it, like they were saying, oh, they wanted more money than Machado. Oh, he's making less than him per year. Right. Yeah, but I think it's the it's, biggest contract yeah, ever. Right. Yeah, it's the biggest yeah. contract ever. Total contract. Or, wait, it, it's higher yeah. than uh, Stan. But 
Yeah. Yeah, just barely, I think, yeah, like by, by five million. Five I think Stanton's oh, yeah, right, Stanton's right, was right. three twenty five. Yeah, he, he's but, not he, not even a top ten player of all time per year per the steal. I mean, no, but you know, uh, the the problem with these deals is you never get value from him. the closest guy. And if you look at his numbers, uh, people killed a rod for that 10 or and the range for the 10 year, $250 million deal. But a rod's numbers were unbelievable. Uh, and he was really good. And people still knock him for not living up to that contract. I mean, do we really think Bryce Harper is going to live up to this contract? The guy's best year was four years ago and he hasn't come close to those numbers. Yeah, his his I mean, batting average I'm not saying last he's on year. The decline. His batting average last year was like 249, right? Uh yeah. His yeah, own, no, and, I mean, nobody cares about batting like average anymore. OPS batting is average no, is an old-timer stat. Don't even Yeah. But if you look at his OPS, you look at his slug and you look at all OB, on base percentage, like all those are, you know, that they're, they're fine, but like when you give somebody like that type of contract, you expect that 2015 year where he we had uh, what I'm looking at the stats now: 460 on base, 650 slugging, 1100 OPS. I mean, it was, and he obviously won the MVP that year. I mean, that was an incredible year, and he hasn't sniffed those numbers. I mean, he hit what 42 home runs. Only year he's hit over 40 home runs. Uh, I know you're going to tell me he'll 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 do that in Philadelphia. We'll see. All right. Uh, but last year, look at it: 103 runs, 34 home runs, and 100 RBIs, and an OPS of 889. I mean, that's pretty solid. That puts you in the top tier of batters in the league. It's solid. Is it highest paid in ba- baseball player? Solid. I, 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 don't, I don't see Harper being that good. Plus, I don't know. Like, I mean, Philly fans will turn on. If he gets off to a shitty start this year, they're going to turn on him. And he's going to be there for – and if he doesn't get better, he's going to be there for another 12 years. I do not see it ending well whatsoever plus uh i i know uh rich thinks that the phillies are a contender um but like the guys that they signed they have basically a two-year window with guys like uh andrew mccutcheon who they rave as or they tout as oh you know former all-star andrew mccutcheon yeah former all-star five years ago that's not the andrew mccutcheon that was mvp of the pirates yeah but he's still a solid player i mean he's but when he's supposed to be your second or third best bat, and when he was on the Yankees, he barely cracked the starting lineup. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how good. You know, I know that I know they have Arietta, who again, you know, he, he's he, he's good, but he's not necessarily that young. You have, uh, and you have um, the dude they got from the Yankees, who again, last, I mean, Arietta's thirty-two. Uh, you have uh, what's his name? Uh, they signed from the Yankees, Rich Robertson. Rod- is that who it was? David Robertson. Yeah. 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 Who again is? Uh, I think he's in his thirties, and uh, he's I think supposed to be the closer. And last two years with the Yankees, while still great, progressively worse. Um, I don't know. I just don't see like the Phillies have this aging lineup. They're obviously going for it this year and maybe next year. But you have you know, like I said, you have guys like McCutcheon, you have guys like Arietta, you guys have guys like Robertson who have maybe two years left of their prime. So then where are you going next? And then you're going to have Harper, who, yeah, this year that might be good, and maybe next year. But if they're not going to be restocking. Yeah, but you're also going to lose a lot of salary, right, when you dump all those older people. So if you get one, two years of success, have some winnings under your belt, 
then build up a nice younger team based on that. I mean, that's reasonable. But what is Ariad? When when when's uh, Jakey's uh, contract? Um, he has a few more years. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, you're talking about him like he's their starting their number one pitcher. He's not even their be- yeah, but- he's not even their best pitcher. Not even close. Yeah, he's number two. Yeah, so why why are you focusing on him so much? I mean, well, because those, those are the guys that you're gonna have. Uh, they actually have do have a good they have a good young young pitcher, one one young player. <laughs> we have name? one young player. <laughs> what? That's it. One young player. Who who's your Aaron. guy? I forget. Aaron Nola. Oh, right, he was right, yeah. he was a Cy, Cy Young contender this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. You're, know you're out of your element, Dan. I'll say that you're out of your element. I mean, I mean, are you gonna tell me Andrew McCutcheon's uh, a good player? He's a solid. Alfieri, he's he's definitely not even close to what he was, but uh, nobody is expecting him to be, except you. <laughs> I mean, they have solid batting lineup here. I mean, you're you're forgetting the they they signed or they traded for two two all stars this off season. That's not even count. I'm not counting McCutcheon. I'm talking. You, you, you're talking about Segura. Yep. Also the catcher. And uh, Realmuto, whatever his name is, best, best catcher in baseball, probably. Best catcher, and and we possibly have the best shortstop in baseball. I mean, top top five. Yeah, top five. I, if top, he plays top. like he played on Milwaukee, that'd be incredible. I mean, I think ESPN has him undervalued here. He was a huge power hitter in Milwaukee. Segura, yeah, but again, that's two years ago. I don't know. Uh, two years ago. Well, last that's, year he was pretty that's good. So far, uh, last year, but but. Last year, I guess, was good. Yep, backtrack, but... backtrack some more, Dan. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, you look at this team, and and it is an aging team. Segura's a, a nice player, but his best year was three years ago. I mean, I get he was he was an all star last year, but I mean, you know, he he, he had solid numbers, I guess. But uh, uh, Roland talked about his Milwaukee years. He, he hasn't been in Milwaukee in four years. Yeah, but his last three years were some of the best years for a shortstop. Compare him, compare them, compare him to every shortstop in the league. He's a top three shortstop, wasn't no he, doubt about it. Wasn't he in Milwaukee he'll, three years ago and he was an MVP contender? He'll be behind Tulowitzki this year. <laughs> That's bold. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think Tulowitzki's playing playing shortstop. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> and you know, you're not even talking about Hoskins, uh, one of the best young players in baseball. Who is also he played left field for the Phillies last year, and he was not an outfielder. Now he's moving to his natural position at first base. Uh huh. So I mean, we have a we have a stud lineup, you know, and you're acting like uh, our lineup is filled with 32 year old guys. I think there are uh, a couple of critical guys who are aging, like a McCutcheon, like an Arietta, who are uh, expected to continue to put up big numbers, and assuming that. Uh, I'll give you Nola. I think Nola's a good player. Uh, you know, guys, and also guys like David Robertson, who, you know, I think you have a lot of money invested in um, and who probably have a one- or two-year window just so Dan, before they fall off a cliff. Dan, are you saying that this uh, Phillies team reminds you of the national team from, like, two years ago, talent-wise? Yeah, I, I, I think they can compete this year and i think they could potentially compete next year obviously depending on, on what changes they make but i don't i don't see them as uh long-term um contenders uh with 
kind of their current makeup. I don't think that's what they're out to get, though. I mean, I yeah. think they're in it to run for the championship this year. Yeah. I think so, too. But I think the problem is when you have a guy like Bryce Harper, who you've just signed for 13 years, he's not going to – All right. Let, let's just be great. Take, the, take one step back here. 13 years. <laughs> you can rebuild the team like four times in 13 years. True story. He doesn't have an opt-out, <laughs> and there's a no-trade clause, so he's stuck there. So you're basically forced to just retool around him. Where are you going? Nowhere. But, but, and, but and, I think and, that's the problem. Like, where's he going? He, so everybody is stuck with him. So if this is no, turned but, out but in I, a year or two years – that he hates Philadelphia or the fans turn on him or the team's not doing well or he's not doing well. What's he, what's uh, he going to do? Harper doesn't see nothing. Exactly. And, so and the Phillies, he'll, he'll and the Phillies can't do anything. So they're both going to be miserable. I don't know. I think 13 years with no opt-outs whatsoever for either player or team, you both are backed into a corner. And if it doesn't work, he's just going to be – Dead money on your on your lineup. Yeah, but I think I think you're forced into a situation where, I mean, Harper and the Phillies both. Yeah, they're forced into that situation, but they're forced into saying, "Man, we can't take a year off. Like we have to, you know, put out winners. We've invested this money." Uh, Rich, didn't you mention that this contract is front loaded? Or yeah, but you know, they're starting to release the numbers, and it doesn't look as crazy front loaded as. As I you would thought. Have yeah. So, I mean, if if it's more front loaded than uh, even a little bit front loaded, I mean, that's good for you because then, you know, in a couple of years or whatever, when you lo- start losing these guys like Dan is crying about, uh, you know, you have a little bit more flexibility with those contracts freeing up. And plus Harper's contract isn't as high as, you know, the first couple of years when you had everyone here. So you'll have the attraction of bringing in more guys for either another big star with a big contract or, uh, you know, medium stars with, uh, you know, medium contracts where you can uh, build around the whole team. Yeah. Two, two points, two points on that. One, they already said they were going to go after Trout if he ever reached free agency. And as we all know, he does love Philadelphia. Easy to grow up around there. Yeah, Jersey boy. And and point number two is Dan's talking about the Phillies like they're some old team. <laughs> you know, he, he's really talking about three players out of a 25-man roster. You know, if you look at their lineup of eight, oh, but I'm talking about three key players, though McCutcheon, Arietta. But baseball is not and, three, uh, three key players. Not. And Robertson. Yeah. So, so I talked about your number two player. I'm talking about your starting right fielder, and you're talking about your closer. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, Robertson's the closer, no? No, he's not. They uh, they do a by committee thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he's the number one uh, reliever then. Yeah, but I mean, relievers change every year. So that, that, that's not a worry, honestly. McCutcheon, he's their second, possibly third best outfielder. So, I mean, really, you're going to worry about your third outfielder? And and I wouldn't worry about McCutcheon. I mean, last year he got traded to the Yankees. I mean, that's kind of a hard lineup to have been inserted into midway through the year at the trade deadline, I think, because, you know, he spent his whole career in, in Pittsburgh and then, you know, small stint in San Francisco. I mean, going to the Yankees with all those hitters, all those outfielders, you know, not really being able to get into a rhythm to play. 
you know, I don't really fault him for that. I mean, this is, you know, he's starting spring training. He's starting over a new leaf. He's back in the NL where I think he likes to be. So uh, McCutcheon could be great this year. I'll be honest. I'm not. I mean, I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't been great in five years. So I, I don't, I, I don't think he's going to be very good. I'll be honest with you. So, but, 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 uh, so let me ask you this question out of all these big contracts that have ever been signed in baseball. When has a team said, man, this was totally worth it. I'm not, I'm not claiming. I'm not claiming it will be worth it. I don't think it will be. But you just are happy that they did it. I'm happy they did it because for the first five years, I think it will be a really good deal. And then after that, I think you still get a productive player for the next five years. But you're not going to get a top ten offensive player those uh, last seven eight years. But you'll get a, a productive one. Well, you have higher expectations of Rice than I do. So what do you think they're going to do with Scott Kingery then? Now that Segura is a shortstop. Ah, eh, Kingery's a bum. Ooh, damn. <laughs> he's, he's just going to be a utility player. He'll play all over the place. That's pretty much it. Bench player. You know, he'll, he'll have a shot to win the third base job out of camp, but that's not going to happen. I don't know. You know, I, I mean, I, I look I, at Harper's I, stats. I, I, I and, think, and I think I, you're just not familiar with him. And we lost Rich. He got so angry. <laughs> he did get so angry. He hit, he hit the, he hit the, uh, he hit the uh, end button on his call. <laughs> Go ahead, Rich. How'd that feel? Rage quit. <laughs> First rage quit of the podcast. <laughs> this actually happens about four times a podcast. I I don't know why it I connected. Yeah, you have a terrible phone signal in your apartment. I, I do. I really do. You got to move. That's what it means. I will buy Tommy's house. Ooh. There you go. Uh, late, late offer coming in. Late offer coming <laughs> in. All right. Twelve cents. Do we hear twelve cents? Uh, that 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 beats my nickel. There, wow. uh, there is an offer on the table. That, that's pretty exciting, though. It is. Not which too, which uh, which is why I'm in such a giddy mood and give a shit about what was <laughs> what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you're not even listening to us. I no, I know. Uh, we're on, he's, not, he's not paying attention. We're on no. iTunes. I got an offer on my house. Harper finally signed so we can stop doing this stupid talk about how bad this contract is. And uh, we're finally not talking about Machado's bad contract. Um, no. Are contracts I, ever going to get good? I mean, this I think, is ridiculous. Say that again, Rich. I think, uh, I think Machado, Machado's uh, – he's probably a better contract. I don't think I'd rather have him as a player, but I think – his contract's a little better. I would agree with that. I think his contract's better. I think uh, I could think you probably even make a case that uh, Arenado's contract is better than Harper. Oh yeah, his is his is the best of the three. Obviously. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think I think Harper's contract is probably the worst uh, out of all the big contracts that, that have been signed. Um, well, it's just because you have no backup plan. You have no fail. You have no fail safe. That's you know. Yeah, well, it's thirteen years. It's, it's such a long. It's thirteen years. Year there's no opt out. There's well, there, it's it's thirteen years. There's no opt out, and there's a no trade clause. So, you know, you could say, all right, there's no opt out, but you know, we can trade them. You can't even do that anymore, unless you know you're gonna work a deal for the Yankees or something like that. Maybe the Phillies are thinking that. Um, but well, I, th- yeah. I think the Phillies are also expecting that the National League gets the DH by the time Harper reaches. The contract, because that that does seem likely. It seems more likely than than the AL losing the DH. 
Correct. Oh yeah, yeah totally. I don't, I don't think they'll never lose a D. Yeah, I don't think they would take it away. I think they would. Add no, it. I mean they should just. Yeah, I agree. They should just. Weren't add they it to looking the National League to expand the ALDH to two people or something? I didn't see that honestly. Uh, they, I could be making that up. I thought I saw that somewhere. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite possible you just made that up. I don't know. I don't think I've seen that. One. That's you, why. You, that's why we have that. Yeah, fresh that's, on the pod. That's, that's a little rude. That's that's <laughs> heard it here first. By, by that's that's not something that's going to speed up the game, which is what they're going for. Well, you know, if if that happens, the pod will get some clout with Roland breaking that news. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Breaking news. We can only. We can only hope that that happens now. I mean, to back up a second, I did uh, correctly predict that Harper was going to sign in Philly this year on our earlier podcast. I believe you did. Uh, You also said that it was going to be the end of the week. And um, we are on Thursday. I mean, we're on we're on Thursday. I'll I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll take it over hump day. Rich, yeah, Rich, Rich is uh, a Nos- uh, Nostradamus now. Rich, Rich, <laughs> Rich Adamus. Although it didn't look good there for quite a few days. No, no. Obviously, you can't trust anything the media says because you know. First that thing, was, first that thing this all. morning, I woke up and they said the Phillies were number three on the list when I woke up. So that was, was that was all Boris. That was all Boris. You know, trying to get more money, more years. Yeah. I'm surprised he went to. I don't know. I'm surprised he went to Philly. To be honest, I agree. I agree. I, 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 I mean, chose California. Yeah, me too. I mean, I guess he really wants the 13 years, but I mean, why? I wouldn't want to be 13. Be there 13 years. Just take the extra money and be somewhere 10. Who gives a shit? Like 13, 13 years is just such a long time to be anywhere. I've never been anywhere 13 years. I haven't even been my house, my parents' house for 13 years. Isn't that crazy? Chase Dan. was in Philly 14 years. Yeah. I know. I. I, but at least he had opportunities to leave. Like Bryce doesn't. Well, he can I mean, he can wave his no trade clause. And, he can and, wave the no trade clause. Yeah, so it's not like it's it's set in stone. But, he, but, but he's also got to convince the Phillies to you know trade him at that point. Yeah, and then he gets to pick and choose what team he'd want to go right. to. I, I I mean future yeah. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Podcast, you heard it here yeah, first. Our, our podcast in uh, 2027, when Bryce waves his no right. trade clause, will be the the one we discuss. Be our first guess. Where he should go? <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, is that what was that what we're penciling in? Our first guest in 2027. Yeah. Eight more years to go. I think so. All right, <laughs> a slow a slow build. <laughs> uh, all right, um, Roland. Uh, Everyone heard the uh, the cans open. I spilled half my beer. Uh, what are you uh, What are you drinking tonight on this lovely night? Um, I'm having a Penrose Brewery Pebbles. It's a triple triple dry hop Midwest IPA. What triple IPA? Bro? Yeah, but it's only seven percent alcohol. How's that possible? I have no idea. It's dry hop, so I think they just throw it in at the end. Oh, uh, okay. I did like the uh, looks of that can, Roland. Tell me about the can. Yeah, so it has like these fruity pebble shapes like all around the outside of it. And then it has that matte black that Tommy loves. So oh, I love it. His mouth is probably watering right now. It's a silver can with a matte black label and the little fruity pebbles making kind of a, some shapes on the front. 
no one else is drinking anything. I am drinking the rest of my uh, Dead Guy Al from uh, Rogue. I spilled half of it, but uh, I cleaned up the couch. <laughs> still ta- it's still tasting good. The only thing that I don't like is the uh, the packaging into the four-pack. They put that um, plastic on top that covers the entire top of the can. So you really have to be careful when you, it, they make it a little difficult to get out of that. Uh, you know, you got to snap it out of that plastic. And uh, it shook up my can and my couch was the victim. But still like it, still love the can, still like the beer. Uh, beautiful yeah. amber color. And um, it's still yeah, good. The beer is pretty good, yeah. yeah. I, I had it out of the bottle. Because I'm uh, I'm classy and I, I drink out of the bottle, um, <laughs> but it is it is actually uh, pretty good. It's pretty uh, decent alcohol content too, isn't it? Wasn't it in the sevens? Uh, six eight. Oh, six eight. Okay. Yeah. But still. But that's still, pretty that's, good. Pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. So Dan, you're not drinking anything this evening? No, no. Uh, I was at work late, and then I had to come home and take one of the kids to lacrosse. Uh, so. And I didn't have any beer in the house, so there you go. And Richie, you're not drinking anything, right? No, I'm having some fudgy tonight. Oh, oh damn! Uh, Rich, this is PG rated. Can we keep it give, clean? Give me the uh, <laughs> FTW. Give me the to- the. It's this is uh, Captain Lawrence, right? Correct. Fudgy the beer. Fudgy the beer. And yeah, it's, ha- it's a stout. Uh, pretty pretty basic. Doesn't have a whole lot of flavor. Very disappointing, I'll be honest. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> this is a, uh, uh, a chocolate stout? Yeah, they made it with uh, the Carvel. Yeah. You know, there's, there's the best part of the Carvel ice cream cakes is little chocolate, uh, what do you call those thingamajigs? The sprinkles? No. Oh, yeah, no. The, like, the, like the, the, crumbs or whatever, the crunchies. Right? The crunchies. Yeah, the yeah. crunchies. Yep, yep. I mean, that's not the best part of the Carvel ice cream cakes. Dan, like, get the well, hell out. I mean, How do we Dan, boot someone? That's it. That's it. Can I, can I boot? Can I boot? I don't know. Oh, if yeah. I you know the best part of the ice cream cake is the ice get cream. Get out no. here. Dan, I, I don't want to be chewing. I, could, I don't want to be chewing black bark on my, uh, on my ice cream cake. Dan, I could eat like a whole freaking five-gallon bowl, bucket, whatever you want to call it, of those crunchies. They're delicious. But I mean, Fudgy the Whale is not... Uh, a crunchy cake that's uh, fudgy the whale it's yeah. fudge. an american icon yeah <laughs> i don't know how you like chocolate stouts i can't i don't know chocolate and beer seriously it's, can't do it it's the same thing as can't like do it. fruit, fruit and beer i don't like that either yeah yeah chocolate and fruit no no thank you give me something a little harder if it's hinted with scotch or or a bourbon or something like that you know something a little more manly rich Ooh. Uh, what, do you, like what do you what do you get a strawberry flavored beer next <laughs> wow! Do they, wow. they have any daiquiri? They have any daiquiri beers you could drink? Uh, actually, they they do have some <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get it, but um, you know, if you want me to bring you, up- but you know exactly where it's located and how much it costs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can do it whenever. Maybe we can do a uh, different uh, brands, but or different breweries, but kind of same brewing style mm. okay mm. Mm. Oh, that's not a bad idea it's not a bad idea all right um yeah i guess i can get a chocolate stout and, and trash on how terrible it is you really think you can get one are you really gonna do it this time 
Uh, yeah, I just have to plan out with my meal plan. I'm only allowed a certain amount of carbs. Uh, <laughs> God. But don't help me for trying to get in shape. Don't hate me. Damn. Any, anyway. Come on. It, it, it's, it's for the long haul, Tommy. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> God, diets. We are, we are anti-diets here, right? <laughs> all right. What are you talking about? Roland works out all the time. That, we had to postpone the pod for Roland to work it, out. It's not. That's not a diet. That's not a diet, Dan. He's working uh, out. Well, he's riding. You're not on a, he's you're riding not the on a bike. Plan? I ride bikes so I can drink beer. Okay. Boom. Thank you, Roland. All right. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. I, I <laughs> it's time to. It's time to say goodbye. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and supporting us. Check out all of our episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, or email us any requests or suggestions or topics that you want us to talk about at lastmansopinion at gmail.com. For Rich Keiko, Roland Barrielli, Dan Mara, and myself, Tommy McGrail, Thank you for listening to Last Man's Opinion, and we'll catch you on the next one. Goodbye.